Hello everybody, welcome to the Change Your Thinking, Change Your Life podcast. My name is Michelle Burkhardt and I am your host. So on today's episode, we are talking about how to create the honeymoon effect even when you are in close quarters in quarantine, okay? Um, I'm going to share with you just briefly a couple of thoughts and ideas from one of my favorite uh, mentors, Bruce Lipton. Uh, And I'm going to give you three tips that can help you have the type of relationship that you want. Uh, I'm going to get real with you. And and all of the examples I'm going to share with you today are examples of my relationship with my husband. Um, The focus is on me, not necessarily on him. Okay. But I'm going to show you how you can change your thinking through that. Okay. Now I do have to warn you that these three things I'm going to share with you are the simplest of ideas. Okay. However, they are not easy. Okay. They have the potential to completely change your relationship. If you enter into them with a spirit of bravery and openness and honesty. Okay. And at the end, I'm going to share with you, um, a a special announcement of an experience, an event that we have coming up, uh, that's going to take what I'm going to share with you today to a whole nother level. Okay. So enjoy. All right, so let's jump in. Um, so the book that I'm referencing today is Bruce Lipton's Honeymoon Effect. I would highly, highly encourage you to read it. Um, it's got a little bit of science in it. Um, definitely not as sciencey as his other book, Biology of Belief. Uh, but it, it really goes through and gives an excellent, um, I guess, description and explanation of your conscious mind your subconscious mind, and then how it relates to relationships, specifically the, the primary love relationships that you have. Okay. So in, in essence, um, what he describes in that book is that when you're in love, okay. So, you know, have you ever been in love, right? Um, maybe you first start dating someone or, you know, you know that you're going to get married or, you know, you, you have those feelings, right? And he explains what's, what's happening in the, in the body as well as all of the hormones that go along with that. So you're in love, right? You've got that feeling. And during that time, typically what happens is that you use, you know, way more of your conscious brain than you ever use. So, on a normal, typical day, you use your conscious brain. So that's your awake, aware, alert brain, five to 10% of the day. Okay. That means uh, the rest of the day is spent using your, um, subconscious, which we call our autopilot or habit mind. Okay. However, when you're in love, those numbers switch. So when you are with your, um, you know, loved one, um, you have these feelings that make you use your conscious brain more. So you notice more about your partner, you notice more, um, you're kind of creating your, your habits, right? You've never had habits before. And so you're creating them together. 
Okay. Uh, it's kind of like when you have a, a newborn baby, if you have ever had a baby before, um, you know, when you first have that baby, it's the same effect that, that you're having almost the same hormones. Um, and you've never had this baby before. So even if you've had more than one, one child, you'll, you'll understand that with every child, you still, you know, it's, it's a brand new relationship. You got to figure things out. Right. And so you're using your conscious brain more. So in his book, I mean, of all of the things there in the back of the book, there's a checklist and it's got about six different things on, Hey, f pay attention to these things and, and you'll bring about that honeymoon effect. Now I don't have my command of time today <laughs> to share with you all six. There's just no way. And quite frankly, you don't want to be listening to me that, that long. So I'm just going to share a few today that are going to help you uh, perhaps you're with your loved one in quarantine, right? And maybe you're not in that phase of, Hey, you know, we just fell in love. Right. Um, but you're, you've been, you know, together for a while, right? So three years plus, okay. That, that three years is a, a really good time frame for, for being, uh, kind of beyond the we're in love right now. It's a different kind of love, a love that comes from commitment, right? But it's not that initial, um, hormonal wash of I'm in love. Okay. So I'm going to share with you three ideas today. You might want to take notes for this. Okay. The first thing he talks about is to be conscious of what you ask for. So when you're using your conscious brain, that's what he's talking about. Be awake, be aware, be alert. And honestly, it goes back to something we talk about all the time. What you focus on, you get more of right? And so, uh, you know, for example, and I'm just going to be real with you guys today and share some examples from my own life. Now I am really going to try, you know, this isn't a, uh, a throw my husband under the bus. This is a Michelle being honest about Michelle in this relationship. Okay. But I think that that's really going to help you. Um, I don't know, just see how all of this is flushed out. Okay. So for, for the, the first I'd say after those three years, right? So this is the first seven to 10 years after the first three years uh, of our marriage. Honestly, I, if I didn't get what I wanted, you know what I would do? I would complain, right? Typically I would complain to another person, right? I, I would find a friend or somebody and say, Hey, I've got a problem, right? Um, I wasn't, you know, I wasn't getting what I wanted. And so I would, um, complain to other people. I would think about it, right? I would kind of make stuff up. There was a drama in my head, or I would just say, you know, he's a jerk. <laughs> so, so I would tell myself the reason I'm not getting what I want in this relationship is because he's a jerk, right? So what do you think I got? I mean, if you focus on something and you get that, what do you think I got? Well, yeah, I got more opportunities to complain and more opportunities to not get what I want and more opportunities to see him in a different light, right? Okay. I got more of the same until guys, this is, this is crucial until I would say probably about four years ago when I started thinking about what do I want? Okay. So, so what do I want? Not just in this relationship, obviously in, in my whole life, right? And I have spent, especially the last year or so, really imagining what does a harmonious relationship look like, right? 
now I've, I've used my faculties of imagination. I've used my tools of, of revision. So if I've had a, a weird wonky interaction, you know, imagining that again, but imagining that it works really well. Um, and so for those of you who want to know more about that, there are, are many podcast episodes in the last probably four or five weeks to talk about imagination and revision. You can go back and check those out. Okay. Um, so in essence, we want to think about what we do want. Okay. And, and you see, that's something that you can do all day long. Think about what you do want, but as humans, what do we do? We tend to focus on the negative, don't we? Oh my goodness, this just happened. Oh no, what's going to happen if, right? So think about what you do want. Okay. Now the second tip that Bruce gives is uh, doing what he calls a subconscious mind review, right? So I call it a pattern check. Okay. So noticing, observing, what are the patterns in my life? And you can definitely do this within your relationship. And guys, listen, here's the thing. When you're in closer quarters during quarantine, these patterns will come out. Okay. I don't care how great of a relationship you have, these patterns are going to come out. Okay. That's awesome because once you know the pattern, then you can change it if you want. Okay. So, uh, for example, every disagreement that my husband and I have ever had has the same pattern. Okay. So until I really became aware of this, every fight we had was the same pattern. Now it might've had a different topic, but it was the same pattern. It was like a formula, right? So I, I like to joke around with people and say, you know, you haven't had 756, uh, fights in your, your time of your relationship. You've had 755 repetitions of the first fight you ever had, right? It's kind of like when you learned how to, um, tie your shoes. Once you, once you learned how to tie your shoes, you're done, right? You, you never typically will tie your shoes in a different way, right? That you kind of build that same pattern when you're in a relationship. Okay. Now I'll point out the pattern that we used to have. And again, there's no right or wrong, good or bad here. I'm just pointing out the pattern. So the pattern used to be that I would find something that maybe I didn't like and I would speak up for myself and say, hey, you know, we, I, I need this to be different, right? Josh, and, and what I know from him is that, you know, he would interpret it as I'm attacking him. That wasn't the truth, but because that's how he saw it, you know, that's how he would respond. So Michelle notices something, Josh gets upset about it. Well, Michelle tries to make Josh feel better because I don't want him feeling bad about it, right? Because that wasn't the intent. And so Josh goes away feeling better about this whole thing. And I feel worse because now not only do I not get what I want, um, but I also spoke up for myself and nothing happened. And I feel bad because I hurt his feelings. <laughs> okay. Now think about that. Th this is repeated. Every single argument for years and years and years. Okay. Now you got to know the pattern to change the pattern, right? So there was a time when I became very aware of this is the pattern. And then it was a process to figure out, well, what do I want? Right. And, and to change that. So that's a whole nother podcast episode at some point. Um, but I, I really want to share with you here, what are some options to break this pattern? Okay. 
So some of the options, and I thought of three of them. So the first one is, you know, Michelle just stops pointing things out, right? So if, if Michelle stops, the, you know, actually from starting the cycle, then it will never happen, right? And that is an option. And at one time I did try that, right? Here's the problem is that if I don't point things out, then I'd never get what I want, right? So if you're willing to, to do that, that will work for a time, but at some point you're going to have to change that, right? Um, okay. I can continue to, to, um, speak up for myself and I can just accept that Josh is going to get angry, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. That's an option and continue along and just say, Hey, I get it. You're angry and not try to help him feel better. Let him kind of sit in that and then still, you know, work that through. The third option is that I can continue to point things out. I can let him have his feelings and I can just wait patiently and then continue to confront and say, all right, now what are we going to do about this? Right. Okay. Now all of this is done in, in a, a loving, peaceful way, right? Not a confrontational, you know, you will do what I say authoritative way, not at all. Okay. Now all three of those are options to interrupt the pattern. Okay. So what I'm, I'm asking you to do is really think through, first of all, what is the pattern that you have? What do you want? And what are your options moving forward? Okay. Now the third tip, he says, um, you know, just practice daily random acts of kindness, right? That are tailored to your relationship. Okay. Now this isn't hard. I'm sure some of the stuff you already do, uh, for example, you know, Josh likes emojis. He likes gifts. He likes funny stuff sent to him by text. Okay. I, when he was working away from home, that was pretty easy throughout the day. I would just take a break and kind of send him some texts and, you know, now I personally don't care for it. It's not my, my cup of tea. It doesn't really do anything for me. Um, but I don't do that for me. I do that for him. Right. Now I've found that since we're home under quarantine, um, and he's working downstairs, there's, I guess the, the subconscious, like we're, we're here together. Why do I need to do that? Right. But I need to start that again because I think that would be helpful. Okay. Um, another thing that we can do when we're home on quarantine, he, he likes quality time. So we can schedule our lunch break at the same time. Okay. And then another thing that, that we like to do is go for a walk after dinner with no children. Okay. Kind of review our day. Um, we don't walk very far and we don't walk very fast because the focus isn't on the walking. It's on each other. Right. And that's the only way that we can really connect. So, so within the confines of this quarantine, we're, we're having to kind of think through how can we still get what we need within, you know, the current boundaries, I guess. Okay. So tailor your acts of kindness to your relationship. What works for you, right? What worked for you before when you were all, you know, going through the normal running around phase in your life and what works for you now that maybe that you're at home, that was a great time to really think through a new pattern. Okay. Now, one thing I know about all of these, they are so simple. I mean, really, in essence, what am I asking you to do? Think about what you want, right? Um, notice a pattern and do something for your, your spouse or mate 
right? That's it. Uh, three very simple things, but they're not easy. You see, changing your thinking is never easy because we've made those into patterns. Okay. Our actual infrastructure in our brain, our neural pathways are formed. So we are trying to change the neural pathways. That's never easy. If you can become more consciously aware of each other, I promise you, you're going to change your life. Okay. So use this quarantine as a time of incubation to, you know, create something greater, something that you really want. Okay. Not as a time to kind of just get through, but, but thrive rather than survive. All right, everybody, I hope that got you thinking, hey, three very simple things, right? Um, if you don't want to try all three, just pick one. Just picking one and focusing on that is going to do enough for you to kind of get the ball rolling. But I would highly recommend that you, um, you know, keep your notes close because once you do the one, you're probably going to want to do the second and the third. Okay. And if you need anything, of course, please reach out to me. Let me know. All right. So I want to announce this. Uh, I think I've kind of thrown this out a little bit on social media, but I'm really going to hit it hard the next 10 days or so. Uh, On April 30th, so uh, I think it's a Thursday, April 30th from 8 to 9 p.m., I am hosting a free uh, virtual, I'm calling it an experience. So this experience is really designed for couples to come together and to know, uh, to learn about themselves and learn about each other. Uh, especially in relationship to the DISC personality profile. So I'm going to introduce to you what the, the DISC personality profile is. Honestly, out of all of the personality tests, I love this one the most because there's only two questions. It's very easy to understand, okay? Um, we're going to include a lot of humor in it, how it shows up in your, your home. Um, it, we might even kind of put some thoughts in there about how it shows up in your kids. Um, uh, but really it's just a, a night of a one hour, a date night. Okay. If you will. Um, yes, we're going to be doing it virtually because nobody can really attend a live event right now. Right. Um, but all of the information is going to be in the podcast description. Would you do me a favor? If you know couples, I mean, come on, who doesn't know another couple, right? Especially if you know couples that seem to always be kind of, I don't know, button heads all the time. Would you invite them to this? I mean, we can have as many people on there as we want. Honestly, it's, you don't have to do anything. Okay. It's not like an interactive where you have to do anything. Um, and, but I think it's going to be a fun experience where you learn more about you. You learn more about your mate. Um, you can both kind of have some fun together and, and use it in, in, as you go throughout your future. Okay. So I hope you enjoy this, um, event. I am so excited about it. I think it's going to be amazing. So with that, I release you into the wild, go forth and prosper, have an amazing day and we'll catch you next time. All right. Bye-bye.